Welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I am Anna Harding. And I'm Ali Bailey. We're listening to episode 28. Hang on a minute. Wait a minute. What have you done with what have you done with Ali Bailey? I last week I had I was like Ali, you need to pull your shit together because you're not you're not introdu- introducing the podcast properly. It's like you don't care. So this time, so now I'm like right. I'm going to start being a professional broadcaster. I'm going to start knowing what episode it is, and I think it will make a difference to you, Anna, to me. I'll be more proud of myself on a day-to-day basis and to the listener. So that's what I'm doing. I am gobsmacked. Thank you for paying attention. For episode 28, hey, what a shitstorm we've had this week with bloody Spotify. I've just that's all I've done since the last time I spoke to you is be on support and emails, trying to get our bloody podcast to work on Spotify. No one will forget that day, that no. fateful morn, will they? No, no, they but won't. And I, no. I'd like to issue an apology, but also it wasn't my fault. It wasn't our fault. It was Spotify's fault. What was going on? What's going on? Well, I mean, I still don't really know the ins and outs of it, but I was sending various emails to our podcast hosting platform being like, where is our podcast on Spotify? Why is it not there? And they were like, sometimes it takes a little while for them to pull the audio through. And I was like, well, this has never happened before. But that terminology pull the audio through like it's heavy or it doesn't fit so they're little men are pulling it there well i i had a little concern i was like the episode was called bangarang bum okay so i was like maybe it's like maybe maybe that's on like urban dictionary or something (laughs) that's really fucking bad (laughs) like like we were just innocently putting it out there into the ether and actually bangarang bum is as bad as a blue waffle and you're like it's a term terrorists have been using it's a term that means something else i thought we'd been put on the watch list and i was very nervous when i was messaging and being like can you help me so this was for episode 26 that did not go up on spotify so anyway hey maybe before we just decide on like stupid titles we should just check I think we should start checking maybe check. I, yeah i think maybe urban dictionary check it so yeah so they uh, it was like being back at like well proper job i suppose it support raised a ticket for me i got a little ticket uh and i was messaging kareem and i was basically like guys this is 15 hours post publish our listening figures are gonna get a bashing i love it i love it we've we usually were viral by this come point <laughs> like you you need to write compensation we need compensation yeah they said so under some circumstances like it maintenance at spotify's end it may be possible for new episodes to take up to 24 hours to update and be available so i sat very patiently until i woke up at half past six this morning and sent them another email at half past six going it is now 30 hours since this episode was supposed to go up and it is still not there please can you escalate this i love it this Um, sounds like this sounds like it could be made into a film well, they've not replied. With that guy, who's, they've not replied. You know the people that we pay to host our podcast on the site? Yeah. They, they've not replied. They've not escalated this. Maybe they don't work on Sundays. So I got onto Spotify chat instead, and I spoke to a lovely lady called Giselle. And Giselle uh, asked for the URL for the Spotify for the Spotify podcast, so I sent it to her, and she said, I can see your podcast, The Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I said, yes, that's right. She said, and is it the episode Bangarang Bum that you are talking <laughs> <laughs> I just lost it. I was like, that's the one. You must have thought she was on like um, one of those, those TV shows where you're trying to make people say things. <laughs> um, so anyway, Giselle, the absolute legend, um, figured it out, got it working. And now, don't panic, peeps. Episode twenty six, as you're probably well aware, is uh, is up and ready on on Spotify. But um, yeah, what a stress! That was uh, something that I didn't really need to be dealing with this weekend. But anyway, I know it's annoying that. as well because it's Saturday morning, and I'm like, and there, I don't know how the internet works. <laughs> and it's just sending a whingy little. Why is it working? And I know what like working in music, we used to have this sometimes with releases. And it's mm. like, don't give me that because I need to talk to Rita Aura's management, who are currently screaming down the phone at me because the single isn't on Spotify. And yeah. it's like the end of days for them. But for you, like, there's literally nothing I can do. And they're like, just break it out. And you're like, oh. So I totally understand how annoying it is. Yeah. Um, but hey, I fixed it. it. Now I feel like 
too many listeners. That's all I can say. Well, exactly. They're all di- dialing in. Oh my god! Mm. <laughs> all right, Grandma. Dialing, <laughs> dialing in, in. <laughs> straight, uh, straight away to try and listen to uh, the episode. It's the bangerang bum, hotly anticipated. So yeah, yeah um, it is. Please accept my apologies if it did cause any trauma. Um, however, I feel like I had to endure enough trauma trying to get it sorted that um I feel like we're even mm-hmm. uh, and let's just hope let's just hope it doesn't happen again. Maybe it will I well I hope it doesn't. At least I know what I need to speak to Giselle next time if it does. God imagine that. Giselle. Imagine being called Giselle. Do you reckon she was born Giselle? Or do you reckon she was like, do you know what? I don't want to be Karen. I'm gonna be Giselle. <laughs> I think she was born Giselle. She's uh probably American and they always have cooler names. Yeah they do have cooler names don't they? Anyway, that was a long old intro. Do you want to do your win for this week, Ali? Oh, I've had so many wins this week. Actually, no, I've had one. I'm back at it. I'm back at it. I'm back at the multi-day running, like, yeah. without feeling awful. Like, of course, I'm a bit tired. But yeah. on Friday, I went for a 25-miler with friend of the pod, Damien Hall. Yeah. And then on, then that was Friday daytime. And then on Saturday night, I went up to the Yorkshire Three Peaks, uh, with my a couple of my mates, one of my clients yeah. and a couple and a mate, did the Yorkshire Three Peaks at night time. It was nice. delightful. It was absolutely nice. delightful. Uh, how was your running date with Dame? I mean, day out with Damien Hall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So first off, you know, I said he was going to show me where the bodies were buried. Yeah. When we got to where we were parking, Wassenden Head, there is a shrine, and that shrine has got teddy bears stuck to it, and it is a shrine to one of the victims of the Moors murderers. Uh, <gasps> who was found on Saddleworth Moor, which is right where we were parked. So he literally had take me to took me to where the bodies were buried. I was like, right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so and also I took Pickle with me. Now um uh Damo is a, a cat person and he was I think I'm me saying pretty terrified of Pickle if I'm quite honest and he was sort of oh. doing that thing. People who don't <gasps> like, like the dogs. guy in Friday night dinner. Yeah. Exactly with the dog, like and that. he's like, Whoop. exactly like that. And he's, like, he's like got his finger. It's like ET phoning home. He's pointing towards her and be like, "Does she like me?" I'm like, "She she will get to like you." And she was like, "You stink of cats. It's disgusting. Have you got a problem in your house? Do you need me to help you with it?" Um, <laughs> but we had a really nice run, and he's a very patient man because obviously we drove to Edow and did 25 miles from Edow to where we were parked on the Pennine yeah. Way. Nice. Which was lovely. Um, and obviously he's a lot quicker than me. Yeah. Uh, he was hot. He took the piss out of me because my bag was too heavy because I had two litres of water. He had 500 mils. I was like, you do know this is going to take six hours, not three, right? <laughs> You're with me. How, hang uh, on. I've got I've got a question about that because um, I know, like, obviously faster runners at the front of races and stuff run faster and therefore, like, they're out for less time and therefore they might need less water because of the time difference but I often ponder when you do like a shorter or a faster ultra or whatever and there are these like fasties that go out that literally like they don't even want to take the mandatory kit because they haven't got like a pack with them they haven't got any water or anything with them why what is it about them that means that they need less water than us I don't know he is a small I don't. I love Day. I love Damo. Right. I want to make it very clear. I really love him. I have massive respect for him. I just think he's fucking great. It's a bit of hero worship going on here. But he's yeah. a very small man. He's very right. little. He's very light. I bet. He, he had five hundred mils of water with him. I imagine he's probably got a filter, and the filter's lighter than carrying a, a liter and a half. Bad. But he didn't. He didn't seem to be drinking much, eating much. He bought me a vegan Kit Kat as a gift, which is very kind. Um, and um, did you tell him about the um, all the chicken that you eat? I mean, what? Yeah, when I got to his car, I opened the door to get in and just McDonald's wrappers fell on the floor and he was had a Greg's like, sausage roll in his mouth and his face was covered in blood. And he offered me a steak tartare from the glove box um, whilst putting on his leather boots. No, he didn't do that. So, uh, so um, but yeah, he he was, he just didn't, he's like, I'm always dehydrated. And I'm like, right. I just don't, don't take enough water with you. I just you. don't operate like that. Like, I'm like, I'm going to take two litres. And I'm like, it's good training. It's heavy. And it's like, I said to him, how heavy is your spine bag? He's like about five kilograms. I'm like, because a lot of my, he's got all his kit. It's like obviously the greatest kit apart from his non-vegan sleeping bag, which I broached with him. Yeah. And he said that getting a vegan sleeping bag makes the sleeping bag heavier than the non-vegan one. But I said, but what about well, the weight? You need to... What about the weight of shame that you carry? Yeah. Yeah. That's not vegan. You put a price on that. Um. 
so yeah i think it's just kit is just tight it's just very very small and also if you think about the spine what is it seven days you're allowed to yeah. be out there he's out there yeah. for three he's out there for three days that's True. it so he's got it all um but it's just small and he just moves i've never seen it was actually quite it was very special to go out with someone that can move like that he moves yeah. across that terrain like a ghost he's just on it and then That's... he floats above it and then down the downhills were just awful like because it was do you remember when i went to fix the pennine way we yeah, ran that section i fixed volunteer friends, yeah yeah he was running down the hills i can't even explain to you what it was like it was like watching ballet like he just was straight wow. down no problem and i'm like i'm just going to very carefully in case i fall with my dog wow. attached to me wow. um it was just incredible. And I don't ever get to stand at the front of races or see the front of races because usually I'm in the race, but that is poetry in motion, watching someone do that. It was just wow. amazing. And he was, and we had a really good time and it was, we had a proper laugh. And I, I hope he is my friend, but I'm not sure if he is, but he's definitely listening to this. So is this, he? Will, be, this oh, will be awkward. Um... He listens all the time. He loves it. He was saying how much he loves the podcast. He really does love it. He says it's, because he was like, we were talking about podcasts. And we were like, there's a lot of running podcasts that talk about running properly, VO2 max, men being men. And he said a lot of, even the ones with women, with men and women, it seems like the blokes just overpower the women with their yeah. mansplaining stuff. Yeah. Um. So he actually said that he really likes us because it's just us talking shit. He also says he always listens just in case he's mentioned. Oh, well, there we go. At the end of the day, he's a massive narcissist. So, oh, um, are we going to have to add him to the list of weekly mentions along with Paul Album from Big Bear? There you go, Paul. There's your mention. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, we should have a little, yeah, a little, yay. The background yeah. that. Okay, we're going to have yeah. a Big Bear Paul Album, yay. Yeah. I've made a note. Um, oh, then... he had a he had a shocker this week. Oh, I know. Like that's that's brilliant. I think I might I might take that as my grim for him oh, because it was okay. so bad. But yeah. um, I did say I would mention because I've been very lapsed. So we talked a lot about um, the environment and about the pull of like, ah, I'm trying to do one, I'm saying I'm doing one thing. I'm saying with him and his environmental stuff and all of the yeah. work he does, but also being sponsored by Innovate. We had a big conversation uh, about that. Yeah. And I did say to him, Innovate have got a bigger platform. So what you're saying when the work you're doing, it's really great because it goes out through their platform. Through their channels. Yeah. yeah. And also looking at him, he's, you know, I said to him, what brain coach you wear? And he's like, I wear the Pro Max, whatever it was, that was made like 10 years ago that you can't get anymore, which is the Innovate yeah. one. He yeah. is he's he's doing what he says he's doing and he has to buy kit he has to have kit he's a fucking elite runner so we had this really interesting conversation about it and then I thought I've been quite remiss on this podcast because I am a member of the green runners and it's two pound fifty to join for a year and the work they do is incredible and it just makes you think a bit more about fixing your shoes and about maybe not eating quite as much meat and all that shit so would encourage listeners to look up the green runners because they're an incredible bunch of people doing really good work and I so when you pay your two pound fifty to sign up mm-hmm you just become part of the club no so when you book when you you go on their website and you have to make four pledges and it's about yeah. how you kit up how you eat how you move and how you speak out yeah when you make those pledges it actually makes you go shit do you know what I'm not I am you know eating too much meat or I am I could replace a little bit of this dairy with some oat milk or I could just all you got to do is a tiny change it's, we're not asking yeah. you to become vegan no and the same with kit think twice about what you need and what you buy think where you get it from so innovate do a lot of recycled kit and they've also started this new thing called uh, renovate i think it's renovate where they're taking that kit that's broken mending it and selling it more cheaply yeah um, that's nice and the shoe stuff you know with pair ups you can fix your shoes if you just go to pair ups on instagram you can get a little yeah. free kit fix your shoes so <clears throat> there's that then there's his book which is you can't run we can't run away from this which is equally depressing but also enlightening and um yeah, I just thought that I would mention those things because I haven't mentioned them before. And I am a green runner and as and I too am sponsored by Innovate, but I'd rather be sponsored by a company that make their kit res responsibly, recycle a lot of it and are aware of the damage that their carbon footprint's doing. They've got a really good sustainability policy. They've just employed a new head of sustainability. So better than going and kitting up on Adidas and wearing shoes that only last for one fucking race, right? Absolutely. Um, really funny that you should mention all that, actually, because <clears throat> this week I have been going through a load of my stuff because I've far too much kit that has I've kind of accumulated over the years due to like running channel stuff, various bits and bobs. So I've just got far too much kit. And I found um, so I, I sent an email over to the Black Trail Runners because I think they have like a kit exchange or like mm. some sort of way to give out kit to people who can't afford kit or whatever and want to get into 
trail running so I'm just waiting to hear back from them but then I've also reached out to pre-loved sports yeah which are <clears throat> whoa my voice went weird then but a cute <laughs> one a nice cute one uh a CIC what does that stand for again Com- uh, go- charitable something or other anyway they um they resell your kit that you don't want anymore basically oh, do they do yes they money for it uh no I do like a bit of money for old kit. You donate it. But, you know, like, you know, so I've been going through all of my stuff. So there are bits that I've popped on Vinted. There are bits that I've popped on uh, to the charity shop. Mm-hmm. So, like, clothes. Clothes that I don't wear anymore. But I just feel like taking sportswear, loads of sportswear to a charity shop. I don't know how useful that is to them. I don't know how many people go into charity shops to find it's not that useful because it's stinky i mean if you unless you've got you know i'm talking about like your leeds 10k top t-shirt that's a bit stinky but if you've got a pair of sweaty betty leggings obviously people are going to want to buy them you know yeah yeah exactly um but there's a couple of um yeah me too there's a couple of i found some nice north face stuff actually charity shops i bought really a really nice coat i've got charity shop yeah um there is on instagram a uh, handle reaction collective it's re underscore action underscore collective and they are yeah. really good at um rehoming stuff and there's also into ultra so next year i'll be doing more work with into ultra um about and that's about getting people into ultra and saying do you want some kit and i think that runners world magazine with all of their stuff they test i think they actually give that to into ultra so test oh, they give it to them and then it goes on to another home Honestly, yeah. everyone, I'd really encourage you to read that book. Um, we can't run away from this because it makes you think, especially about your shoes. Because mm. here's a fucking news flash: every shoe that's ever been made is still on the planet. Every fucking shoe. Where are the shoes? Where are the shoes? Where are the? Sho- they're gonna like come up from the earth and be like, raw. Anna's got them. She's currently piling shoes on top of herself. Ah, but my my innovate shoes. I've got hundreds <laughs> of them downstairs. I wear all of them, and I actually give them to clients. So. I gave a client a pair of parkours the other day that I've worn almost to death. But I'm like, try these. If you like them, try them for a few months. If you like them, buy some. Because it's better to buy once in quality than to buy fucking yeah. lots of times in shit. Um, and pair-ups. Yeah. So go on to pair-ups on Instagram. Yeah. They'll send you a little fixing kit. And also at the National Running Show, they're oh, going to be cute. opposite my stand. Fixing trainers for free. Great. And honestly, oh, yeah. it's so cool. Like my rock lights at the moment, I've got my logo in KT tape glued to them so because nice. they and they look fucking cool they look fucking yeah. cool so yeah. yeah it was a really a really in in summer a really good day out Damo was very patient with me because obviously a run that should have taken him four hours took him six or seven hours pickle loved him I fell over once he fell over once to make me feel better and <laughs> at the end of the day we went to McDonald's and KFC on the way home both got a bargain bucket each and ate him no you didn't no we didn't do that that, that didn't happen I think so that was really uh it was really nice that we started going off onto a tangent into what to do with old kit and also for people where they can find kit I also just want to touch upon what it's like going running with someone better than you mm-hmm. and like the language here is going to be all over the shop because my brain's just not really working today so I don't I don't like to say that people are better than other people do you mean but- someone faster than you Well, yeah, naturally faster, right? So it's like when you and I go out running together and I always have that like, oh God, like it's going to be so slow for her. Like she's going to hate it. Like I'm sure there are lots of people who are listening who are like, oh, I'd love to go for a run with my slightly faster friend, but I don't want to hold them back and stuff. And I don't know, I like, how did it feel for you going out running with like Damien Hall, who's like super duper fast? Did you have any of that like, uh, this feels really awful and I I don't want to make him wait and ugh, I don't know what to do. Literally, the night before, I was like, I'm going to cancel this. There's a part that's like, mm-hmm. don't do this. Like, he asked me to go running. Like, we've met each other a few times, but we've always been interviewing each other. Yeah. So we've never yeah. spent any time together. I'm doing the spine challenge yourself. So he said, let's go and have a look at the route together. It was his idea. I think he knows how, that I'm not as quick as him. Mm. Um, but I... Honestly, as I was thinking that, I was like, this is what happens when you have clients who come for workshops or when I go uh, and do workshops or when people say, I say, do you want to go for a run? And they're like, oh, no, because you're quicker than me. And it doesn't happen a lot because I'm not that quick, but I do get it. And I am absolutely every single time 
more than happy to run at someone else's pace because I enjoy a long slow run I love you know and I'm saying slow in the way that it is not yeah. that it's really really slow but it's called relative long, slow run it's relative uh-huh. I'm not fast I can't hit seven minute miles I can't no. like my, my I can't like if I'm doing eight and a half I'm like I'm smashing this I'm, I'm record breaking so when I come out with you I look forward to the runs I come out and do with you because I can have a chat chill out we can run with the dogs those are some of the best runs that I have yeah. and I didn't feel like uh, I was holding him up. I felt like he was totally cool with it. And you know, I was like, at one point, I was like, go on, just go. <laughs> just went down that hill like a ballet dancer. And I was like, oh. yeah. But also, I could say to him, how do you do that? And he gave me some tips. So I was like, that's really great, but I need to practice because I do need to practice. Mm. And, and um, you know, it's like, it's just an absolute treat and a real pleasure and something that I am so grateful for that I can have someone like that to ask. I asked him about Barclay, asked him about loads of stuff, stuff that you would never oh, be yeah, able to ask. I forgot he's done Barclay. Yeah, proper like cool stuff that he's done. And he had some yeah. really good stories. Yeah. Uh, and what what an absolute treat, but also <laughs> how, love, how lovely that somebody will take some time out of their life to go and and give their knowledge and their expertise to somebody else just out of the kindness of their own heart. He could have gone and done yeah. twice the distance in that time. But he didn't. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's really, really lovely. So what a lovely man. Like, I just think he's incredible. He's like, he make a statue of him. However, his <laughs> nav is awful. And every time we oh. saw every time we saw glittering lights, he was like, Is that Manchester? And I'm like, no, it's not fucking Manchester. He's written a guidebook on the Pennine Way. He kept saying, Are we going in the right direction? <laughs> Interesting. Like, You've got the FKT on the Pennine Way. And yeah. one spike. Did he have paces when he did those? Yeah, he probably cheated. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had a great we had a great day out. Do you think that's why he couldn't couldn't find the page of the book at the Barclay because he got yeah. lost? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the page he, wasn't he's, there. He's just passed his summer <laughs> mountain leader. So <laughs> careful, everybody, if you get going out with him, he's just passed his summer mountain leader. But his nav is just yeah. We all know his nav's a little bit shot, but um, we had a lovely time. Oh, we had a lovely time. Good. We did. Good, 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 good. So we were talking about um, Paul Alban and his bloody nightmare this week. This is a grim, this is a real grim. This is a grim that Ali's kind of experienced from the flip side of being a race attendee. But as a race organiser, Paul Alban from Big Bear had one of his six hour events this week. And it was in Northamptonshire, which is down the M1 from where he is. And as he was driving there, the M1 was shut in front of him while he was on the road. Can you imagine? And I'm he stressed. like, it starts at 9am race, right? He gets mm-hmm. to the venues at like 7, 7.30, which is loads of time in advance. Like I am queen of getting places on time. Like literally, if you tell me that it starts at nine, I'll get there at five two. And I know I'm not the organiser here, but like genuinely, I think that's an awful lot of time before the event starts to be there, considering he likes sets the course up the day before as well. Yeah. And he's got, so, he's got a big marquee to set up. He's got timing set up. He's got food to put out. But he's yeah. a legend. Of course, he's got he's loads a legend. of time to do it, hasn't he? Loads, loads of, time. of time to do it. Not when they shut the motorway in front of you. So I just saw these like panicked posts going up on Facebook that was like, if you're on your way, like I'm not there and I can't, I don't know when I'm going to move. And I just felt for him so much. And I think like, it's so nice because he's built such a wonderful community in that big bear, like in the runners that go, they all completely understood. I don't so know what, what happened because he... I don't know what happened on the ground. Have you heard from what happened on the ground? He did get there. I think he got there just slightly after nine and then they finally got like, they got going like quite soon after nine, but the road was shut for like two hours or something. Like what? And there's nothing you can do. No, but it, there's, there's stress. Nothing. And like you're trying to do breathing exercises. You're trying to remember all of the mindset stuff, you know, and you're just like, but really, I just don't even know how to, I don't even have to deal with that. I no. felt the stress coming out of the Facebook post. But my my favourite thing was that um one of the people commented underneath afterwards that had done the race and was like, thanks so much for like everything and like how well you managed everything. And you didn't even look stressed. And Paul replied and was like, I might not have looked stressed because I don't feel like you need to deal with that. But definitely underneath, oh, there was a lot of stress. <laughs> Bless him. Horrible. Bless him. Yeah. So but horrible. you remember when you came down to do the one 
was that a salty forest yes when we took the dogs and that was this yes. time last year and yes. you got stuck on the m1 because yes. you arrived at like half past nine or something yes. and you'd been in the car since like 6 a.m yeah and i was like and i'm like you i'll get somewhere because i like to have coffee i like to have a donut and i like to have a poo in that order and sometimes at the same time and so i'm like i always get there at like 45 minutes half an hour to spare but it with the clock was just ticking. I had pickle in the car. I was really, really stressed out. And I think it took me like three and a half hours or something because yeah. it was just awful. And then when I got there, tumbled out the car onto the course and like just only I just 13 my miles. Yeah, because I was just too I fucking just stressed out. Yeah. It's horrible. But it is, yeah, it's just it's something you can't can't be helped, isn't it? But it is so yeah. stressful. What a, that, it, that is an ultra, ultra grim, horrible yeah. feeling. Ultra grim. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, my win for this week. I was about to say, what's your win? Like, <laughs> sorry, I forgot. I forgot. No, I forgot that nice things have happened this week. Um, so I mentioned on the last episode that I was doing a little photo shoot. Mm. And this is kind of she's a win. A, she's, a, she's a she's a she's a photo shoot gal now. This is kind of a win and kind of a grim. Actually, it's kind of a win, grim, and getting the bin all at once. So three things that I love it. So the win is obviously the fact that I was even considered and asked, like considered for and asked to do this photo shoot. But it shoot. depends on what the photo shoot's for, doesn't it? Yeah, but I can't tell you what the photo shoot's oh, for, yeah. can I? I don't think I can. Can you even tell you like if the photo shoot's for a calendar or if it's for like a selection of mugs? I mean, it's for a magazine. Okay, great. Okay, so we've got, <laughs> that's good, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Which narrows it down quite significantly. Yes. Um. So I went over to Newbold Common, which is in Leamington, like near near where I live, and uh, met the photographer, really nice guy. And he was like, cool, where are we going? I've got quite a lot of kit. And I was like, there's a hill. Mm-hmm. And he was like, how far is the hill? Because I've got quite a lot of kit. And he got all of his kit out of the car. And I was like, that is a lot of kit. I was like, it's like a five minute walk, I promise. Like, what was in the kit? Fine. Oh, amazing. Do you have lights and fans and magic? Lights and fans and magic. Whoa. Yeah. So anyone who's listening who knows Newbold Common in Leamington knows that there is a massive hill with a beacon at the top of it, which is one of Paul Alban's routes on one of his big bear hunts. Um, I like just rename this podcast to the Paul Alban, the, the Alban, Alban, the Alban Bailey and Harding podcast. <laughs> um. And so we went up to the top of this hill. So he had like a Pelly case, which is like basically a big hard case suitcase mm. and a big rucksack. And we went up to the top of this hill and it was freezing. So this was on Friday. So it was when all the temperature dropped like massively but and it was like four degrees. A day. Rockstar what a day. weather. Like blue yeah. sky, big coat, sunglasses, rockstar. Well, Love it. It was in the morning. It was in the morning. So it hadn't mm. quite got blue skied yet. So it was quite moody. We've got some moody pictures. Nice. We've got some moody pictures. And um, I basically spent two hours running. I wish I'd strava it and put it up on Strava so that I could have been on Strava Wankers, the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> because I just basically spent the, the morning just running towards the photographer, turning around, going back, running towards the photographer, turning around, going back. Because my problem is... I've never done a photo shoot before. My right. face is very expressive and I find it very hard to look normal when someone's telling me to not look wild. <laughs> what do you mean? What was the, what was the direction? So it's a, was he like, stop he was like, so gormless? What was he saying? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I look so goofy. Basically, you know how you said, Oh, sometimes you know you can elongate your stride to make it yeah. look like better. So we was I was doing this bit where I was like running up the hill, and he was like, sometimes like a little hop in there like makes yeah. it look a bit better. Flying feet, nice. We we'd done about ten or eleven goes at this point, so I think he was like, I'm gonna need to give us some sort of direction because this is shit. So I did a little hop, but as I did a little hop, and this won't work great on the podcast, but I like also made like a cat bum. Like oh, with my mouth, like <laughs> like a ooh, like a little hop. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say a little fart came out. Oh, <laughs> a little <laughs> oh oh sorry. And I just couldn't untie the correlation of the hop and the cat bum. Ooh. <laughs> so every time I did, it, I was like oh. And also, you know how you were like, well, they take loads all at once, and then they pick the best yeah. like one of the burst. 
no no that's not how this photographer works oh dear one and done because he did, had some did he, he have had film you have a film camera and it was on film <laughs> no but he had lights so they go poof yeah when he takes it and there's one that's it one oh, no so um it was quite cold i was wearing a t-shirt obviously oh, i mean no. I, I think my bra i think my bra was probably quite a good one because i don't think i was too nippy from what that's i, what I was going to say now what's happened this is you got nippy and one's pointing to the sky and one's pointing downwards i mean i kept saying to him well you can get rid of that in post can't you or you can get rid of that in post and then at one point he was photographers like, love it when you say that to them they love it because you're basically you... questioning their art and their integrity <laughs> but he was like well i don't really do much like to my photos after exactly. that i was like say yeah but if my nipples are sticking out it's not really the look that you're going for please depends what magazine it is you haven't told us yet well it's not if that it's sort of magazine monthly, it's, it's not nips monthly or cat bum weekly <laughs> cat bum weekly will be perfect so then we changed direction and went and did a different bit like on a like did some portrait shots of me like doing up my shoelaces tying up my hair and then I did no but then I did one more that was like running past the camera and obviously we did these like he was like we'll do two more for luck we did the two and I went is that all right and he went no let's do another one and I did that one and I was like all right and he was like maybe just one more (sighs) so but while I was doing that one uh as I'd finished, I then looked down to see that I had just basically been running over and over again through a big pile of dog poo. Over and over. I must have done it about 20 times. So that's all now ingrained so good. into the bottom of my shoes. <laughs> Can um, you get that out in post? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wait with bated breath to see what these photos look like. I did look at a couple of them and I was like, wow, that's really cool. Mm. Um, A lot of them are like, I kind of hope that he gives me, I'd like him to give me like all of them because I'd almost like to do an Instagram post of the shit ones. <laughs> do you <laughs> remember like, a while ago? Look I, at my face. <laughs> a while ago, I put up a load of Innovate photos that they did as they were photos for shoes and tops. Was that when you went to Scotland with Andy Berry? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So me and my, me and my running husband, actually I might have to dump my running husband, Andy Berry, because I think I've got a new husband. He's better than Andy Berry. Is it Damien Hall? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. already married. I know. I just remember that. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> running husbands are different. You just run with them. So um, watch out, Berry. Hall's coming for you. So, um, but though, like I said, I put those on Instagram. I said there were loads of these, thousands of them. Because you only get one. And you know that now, right? You only yeah. get one out of the three or four hours that you're out there. Yeah. And I think that's the problem is that people on Instagram think that, oh, well, that's what they look like. It's like, it's what I look like because they haven't fucked about with it. With, But it's but it's what I look like in a split second. And it is literally time, a split second. Yeah, the rest of the time, it's a little bit of cellulite hanging out, cat bum lip, nipple pointing up, nipple pointing down, arm going out, hair flopping everywhere. Bunched eye makeup. Oh, he said I had weird hands. Oh, this is a good story as well. <laughs> so um, I, just before the hop situation, for some reason I went into like fin hand mode and my hands ended up like at fin weird angles. I, I do fin hands when I sprint. I'm yeah. very fin handed when I sprint. So this particular photographer has photographed Kelly Holmes. And Kelly Holmes rocked up on her own. I was like, oh, did she have an agent with her? And like, telling you what to do and stuff and he was like nope just her I was like that's cool so he had an assistant with him that day the photographer and um taking some shots with Kelly Holmes whatever she did a fin hand like I did and he said to her could you maybe just do something different with your hands because it looks a bit weird and she went yeah 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 whatever turned around to walk back to the start point, went past his assistant, and as she did, went, won two fucking gold medals with these fucking weird hands, haven't I? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So true. I was like, oh, my God, I bet you felt like shit. He was like, yeah. I was like, well, I have not won any gold medals, but I do have thin hands, and now I feel better for it. So I imagine Finn hands makes you look like an AI person. You know, when you yeah, Google AI it. people and their faces are all wonky and their hands are like, 
<laughs> just bits of meat, pointy bits of That's meat. That's what all of my photos look like <laughs> from this photo shoot. People are going to be like, is that AI, Anna? <laughs> no, it's actually <laughs> Anna. I love it. Oh, Brilliant. God. Are they going to so? Are they gonna um send you some to like, do you get to pick or do they pick? I just don't know. I think I get to pick. I did say, I was like, <laughs> I said to him when he was showing me, I was like, I really, 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 really love that one. That's my most favourite one that we've done all day. Would you like me to make a note of that number and send it to you? And he was like, I oh, know, it's fine. I'll, I'll remember it. I was like. So you got a spray can, went into his car and sprayed the number on the bonnet <laughs> of his car. Just to make sure. Well, won't forget it now. Mm-hmm. Scratched it with a key. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think I get to maybe see them. I hope. Did you have to wear a special outfit? So my get in the bin mm-hmm. is the outfit that I had to wear. Oh, no. Oh no. Ooh, so um for all of the chat of like obviously not creating waste and stuff, I did get sent some t-shirts to wear for this shoot. And they are very special, very tight, um, temperature control science tops. Mm. What well, they're so like global got... hypercolor t-shirts. Remember them? No. Global hypercolor t-shirts. You just put them on. They change colour when you sweat it. Ooh. Oh, you're you're different age to me. Hey, podcasts. If you're in your forties, you'll remember global hypercolor t-shirts. They were a thing. They said global hypercolor on. They were tie dye, and they would change colour as you got hotter, and colder. Oh, fine. It was a vibe, man. Like mood rings. Yeah, but like a mood ring in a t-shirt. It was cool. t-shirt. Cool. That is cool. No, not like that. It doesn't change colour, but it's like I don't know what it is. There's some sort of like technology that because it's like close to your skin, it keeps you warm when it's cold and cold when it's warm, which would have been great up there on that hill when it was really cold. Mm-hmm. However, when I put them on, I look like a sausage, like in a skin. What size were they? Extra large. Bullshit. So this is what's getting in the bin is sizings. So this company is uh from Italy. Mm-hmm. And I have also had to wear kit for other endeavours from other brands that only extra large fits me. And in a similar fashion to what I put in the bin the other week when I said, like, numbers can go in the bin. Mm-hmm. I think sizes can also go in the bin because mm-hmm. they vary so much across brands. And when you are trying stuff on or, like, putting on clothes and it says like a certain size and in your head this is the same whether it's running gear or like any gear if you think you're a certain size and then all of a sudden you're like three sizes bigger you're like whoa did I get that big yeah did I like did I change size that much like when did that happen um and like there's no good or bad size but I think society has drummed it into us like you must be a size 10 or under Mm-hmm. for sure like certainly like since I was going to Topshop to buy my flared jeans in like the 90s like yep. you've got to be a yep. size 10 or below yep I get so many messages from people about this women yeah never men yeah. always women about this about sometimes men no sometimes men I don't get them from men often but I get them yeah. from women and they're um and it's about like oh, I'd love to wear that but they don't make it my size yeah there are certain brands that I can't wear Oh, 100%. Like, I Saw. am sponsored. Saw, really? I can't wear Saw. I'm a sponsored athlete. Sponsored by my ass is too big for Saw. <laughs> oh, my ass is my ass is too big for uh, Innovate Shorts. There you as well. go. So, I love Innovate. <laughs> They've supported me through thick and thin. I absolutely adore that company. They're absolutely incredible. However, sometimes their sizing is a bit fucked and they mm. don't make it big enough for a lot of women and, yeah. and also a lot of men. And yeah. it pisses me off. And I've raised it and I've raised it again and I've raised it again. And it's about the market and it's about how much we're we actually going to sell because they're not going to make small runs of things because it's bad for the environment, et cetera, et cetera. So I get that because a lot of the time, you know, they are, they're, they're, they're doing their research. They're like the majority of the people that will buy from us are this big, but it's not enough, I don't think. But the other thing mm. is I've got a couple of pairs of shorts from them that are not true to size that mm. have got the same label as my other shorts that I wear. And I'm like, I love these. They're really comfortable. But they're so tight. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah. are these sample sizes or something? But yeah. they're not. And it, you're right. It, it's the difference between a good run and a bad run because sometimes you're running long and you're like, God, this is really, this is really tight. This is really chafy. And that, you're like, put on weight. And it's not even about our views societally on 
how big you are or whatever. It's about Mm -hmm. you going, but I work really hard. I run a lot and I haven't been eating loads of shit or drinking loads of booze or whatever it is. I don't want to feel like this. It's just bullshit. It's it's really difficult. But you're not you're you're not by any stretch of anyone's imagination an extra large no I'm not and I'm not saying that an extra large is a bad size to be either but what I'm saying is is that if a person who is an extra large tried on that extra large dear god like it would be like a barbie top like it the tight it was tiny on me mm-hmm. and really tight and just yeah not great um so yeah I just think um yeah sizing in general like you see all these posts, don't you? Like about um, like Primark jeans and stuff and how people have bought jeans in the same size, like size 12 from four different shops and they lay them out on the bed and the waistbands, none of the waistbands are the same. Mm-hmm. Like some of them are tiny, like Zara. I could never get into Zara clothes when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they would always come up really small compared to like buying the same size from other places. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? And I think especially, like, uh, I just, I find it, every time I buy clothes, I very rarely buy clothes. But if I buy stuff yeah. online, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. And I have to go to their sizing chart and measure my waist and my boobs yeah. to make sure I get yeah. exactly right. Whereas, you know, yeah. I'm like, well, usually I'm this size, but it's like, oh, but not as sweaty Betty, where you're actually a large. No. It's like, what? It's like, I'm hosting um, a conference thing a running conference thing um in a couple of weeks and they wanted to know my sizes for kit and I'm like kind of depends it really really depends on mm-hmm. what the kit is and like mm-hmm. what make it is and yeah and and their sizing chart because it varies so much yeah yeah so, don't know what to do what would you suggest we do about it do you think there should be a universal sizing yeah. chart well yeah so like with bras yeah I went, I went and got refitted for a bra the other day because I knew that mine was like not quite fitting right. So I was like, right, I'm going to go and get fitted for a bra. And that's a universal size. So yeah. you know when you go to get a bra fitted that you can go to any shop and get that size. And you know what your bra size is. Yeah. Now, I guess our boobs change size less than our waist Arses. and stuff. Like if we're bloated. <laughs> no, but like as women, like for example, if you're bloated, if you're your period like if it's a certain time in your cycle you might hold on to more water etc there is that slight fluctuation there but I think if you vaguely know your measurements like most people don't even know what their measurements are around their waist or their chest or I didn't even know how tall I was I went to the doctor and they measured me and I lost two inches from my imaginary height of five foot seven to five foot five (laughs) are you five five I'm five five. You're taller than me, no? I thought I was five seven. No, no, I'm definitely oh. five five. And I argued with her. She was like, "No, look, put the measure up." And I was like, "Yeah." But yeah, I think the other there problem, should just be a universal, a universal sizing. It changes between countries as well. So like, it does. anything so that's company... made in China is fucking tiny. Might get the bin. Is electrical straw wankers. It is people who name their runs. They like ridiculous things when they're like, oh, it's too slow, or I don't. I want people to think I'm faster. So like they 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 go and run. Because I said to David, well, we do this run. Are you going to name it something like, uh, run with a newbie, or encouraging someone on their first run, or because obviously it's not going to look good for you. It's just not going to look good. Like for what you're capable of. Slow like, slow jog slow jog with a pal. Slow, slow jog with a friend. Chat chatty yeah. chatty run. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm not, and I hate that as well. He's like, sometimes <laughs> my clients do it where they're they'll be like, easy run out. And it's like, yeah, you've just said that because it's like 18 minute mm. miles or whatever. You don't want people to think that that's what your pace is. I mean, Kirsty have this as well. Because like, yeah. Kirsty's quicker than me. I'm like, what are you going to call quick. this one then? What are you going to call this? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like when we were doing the Big Bear Challenge with her and she was like absolutely blitzed it on the first lap. And then it was like, what are you going to call this lap? Because exactly. We stopped for coffee for 20 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> like forced stop to help somebody who'd hurt themselves run. Like... That is one of my absolute, like, get in the bins. Like, it just oh, like, oh, for Christ's sake. I think it's funny. For Christ's sake. And I think you could probably find quite a lot of this on the old Strava Wankers Instagram page, which I'm currently quite obsessed with. Yeah, if you uh, haven't followed them already, Strava Wankers underscore on Instagram. Hey, speaking of followers, Ali. Oh, my God. Take <gasps> these guys. Put a little... Done. Big news. Huge. It's gone viral. 
We've got a thousand and one followers. One thousand one. Don't any of you go on following now because you think it's yeah. Funny. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Everyone just starts unfollowing. I know when I when we saw when I saw that we got a thousand, I was like, someone's going to see that and unfollow just for the lols. Yeah, yeah. And I know it'll be it'll be Martin. It'll be tight pants Martin because he loves doing things like that. Well, um, I heard that he had sent you something. Tight pants Martin. Martin. Has he sent me something? Yeah. What has he sent me? He sent you something. It was a photograph of one of your buffs being used inappropriately. <gasps> I know. Ah, oh. have you deleted the, the like, image from your brain? What the hell is going on here? You know how I've complained that I've never had a dick pic. Well, this was the closest that's ever happened. Guys, Martin, guys, listeners, listeners, can we stop sending dick pics to Ali, please? This is not cool. It's just not cool. Like, I know I, I didn't say I wanted them. I just said I'd never got one. Yeah, so, so Martin. I was just minding my own business, going about my day, and I opened my Instagram, and, and what greeted me? But the sight of one of my buffs being used as a flapping codpiece decoration it was just hanging dangling down out of his tight tight shorts over the area that he didn't want me to see and I just thought what do you do I think I ignored it I think I just ignored it I was like, just was um, like what are you doing you replied with Jesus Christ no okay and so then I did... and then he, and then he messaged me and was like I don't think Ali liked it I was like why are you telling me this yeah why are you t- just stop Stop. This is what me and Kirsty call these are these are sort of messages that come from what me and Kirsty call harmless fans of the sport. Yeah. Like, I know. Look what run. we've done. Look what yeah. we've done. We don't want to encourage them. We're only jesting though. It is fun. And I do enjoy it when everybody gets involved with um with the pod. It is fun. Um speaking of, old Bangarang Bum Lauren's got back in touch. So Bangarang oh, yeah. Bum Lauren is the one who was skipping across the slippery bridge, and I was like, guys, this is not okay because you're gonna fall over and hurt yourself. Um, but she's been back in touch to say that she didn't. She feels like she's been told off. Yeah, she didn't want me to have any sleepless nights over the slippery bridge and wanted to let us know that she did do a little test trot before the video as she is also a member of the Fun Police. Mm-hmm. What's happened to our actual police, our pod policeman? Was he? Why didn't he raise this as an issue? I'm not sure. She said this particular bridge has some nice grippy strips on it, the joy of living in the new forest. I reckon someone needed to use the office budget up and this bridge was blessed by the grip gods because I've seen some shockers about. Thanks for the shout out. (laughs) And keep doing what you do. It makes me laugh every week. Thanks, Lauren. I'm very glad that you are a fellow member of the Fun Police as well. I'll tell you Um, what, Lauren, what would have made you not laugh? Falling over on that bridge. I'm glad (laughs) you did a full risk assessment before running over it. I know. That is a full risk assessment as well. It's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. It is brilliant. Um, that's good. Okay, so we basically spent the whole podcast talking about Wing Brim getting the bin. I know. Well, so a quick podcast, a podcast playlist. I always say that, a quick playlist update. I've got nothing to add for the playlist. Um, I hope you're all enjoying it. Uh, but what I would say is that seeing as now it's the 9th of December, it's not when we're recording this because Ali's still in the country. Um, there is now a Christmas Bailey and Harding Ultra Sound System playlist. Ali, can you make a graphic for that before we go away? Sure. It's going to be Thanks. black as the gates <laughs> of hell. It's going to say sad, sad post. <laughs> yes, of course I can. It's going to be great um, yes. immediately. And as ever, we love getting your like videos where you tag us in um, your runs to songs that you want adding to the playlist. So if we could like festive it up for the next couple of weeks, that would be great. I'm going to be on the social medias. um, So I will be paying attention, I promise, and be adding those bangerangers to the playlist. What I would like to say is that um, I have an entire punk Christmas alternative playlist of my own. So I'm probably just going to like copy everything over onto that first see i'm into that that's approved so then anything else oh yeah and also like we do what we want like it's to be an alternative christmas one we don't want all of the mariah carey and all of the michael buble in fact buble's banned i'm gonna go as far as say buble's banned i love buble banned sorry mate why you can get in the bin what (gasps) controversial controversial corner I love Michael Bublé. My ex-boyfriend used to work as a TV plugger. And once I was out with my sister at Children in Need and Michael Bublé came over to me and he touched my elbow. 
And he said, hey, Allie, how are you? My sister nearly shit herself. I was like, I'm right. I'm fine. Thanks. Cool. I'm fine. Fine. Thanks, Mike. How are you? And he went, Did you I'm, just Mike? Great. I'm just great. How are those rabbits? How's Minnie and Hector? I was like, oh, they're okay. Thank you very much. How are oh, you? Because he is one of those people that remembers everything, that rain man. And I'd met him once, but he is like, I'll remember that. And that's so personal that basically yeah. he comes and touches your elbow, says it. That's amazing. You're, you're under his spell. And suddenly yeah. you're like, I love the Michael Bublé Christmas album. It's the only Christmas album I'll ever listen to. He's a magician. Okay. He's a soothsayer. Okay. Okay. I'm going to let one Bublé on. Brilliant. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, We've got time for just a couple of correspondences. Great. Cannot commembrances. Commembrances. Oh, can so I just say on this yeah. old, make sure that you you add it to the Christmas playlist and not the don't intoxicate. I'm not going to. No, one. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You don't mean intoxicate. You mean why is she shaking? She's literally <laughs> like in the corner shaking backwards and forwards. You don't mean intoxicate. You mean pollute. P- mm, yeah, yeah. P- pollute. Pollute. Don't pollute the podcast playlist. Right. Eva. Eva. Ladies, Eva. Oh, Wally. Did you did you ever watch the film Wally? I did. Was there someone called Eva in it? Eva. His girlfriend. Wally. That's Eva. A film. It's such a good film. Ladies, absolutely love your podcast. I'm laughing out loud during my long runs and I can't even say what an inspiration you both are. Thanks, Eva. That's because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it because it's not You're true. Not. <laughs> I wanted to thank you, I guess. Oh, here we go. What have we made her do? Because I finally decided to finish my unfinished business with London to Brighton. I did it in 2013 as a walker and I finished it, but not before it finished me. So since then, I had it in my books as a failure, even though I finished it with a stress fracture of tibia (laughs) and mental breakdown at the 97th kilometre because there was still three kilometres to go. Which is now kind of funny. fucking beacon. <laughs> she says Bean. it is now kind of funny. Yeah. So she's going to be doing it uh, next year. Um, she's finally decided to finish the unfinished business. And so, yes, Eva, you can do that with our podcast pet, Dean. They can. There's quite a lot of them, you know. I've got a client that's actually going to do London to Brighton next year as well. Amazing. So we'll get a little update from podcast pet Dean in the next episode. The next episode. Um, see how he's getting on with his training for that. Eva's so, literally yeah. sent an update today as well. I know. So about her food. Yeah. And this is a myth that I want to bust, right? She's talking about so just on the topic of food for ultras or long runs, I get quite hungry often, even on a 25k run. I'm hungry even thinking about running, Eva. So join the club. <laughs> I recommend baby food in the squeezable pouches. I said that to you. Yeah. What did I say to you when you said about baby food? There's not enough calories or uh, sugar. Or salt. Or anything. Salt. It is bland AF. And it's yeah. it's, it's okay because it's usually vegetables and stuff, but it doesn't have any of the good stuff in it. So really, because you're carrying that weight of the wet pouch, you might as well take something else. It's a real thing that people are into. That is my opinion, but it doesn't have any of the, um, of the delicious, delicious like salty Bad sugary things. badness in it but Eva goes on to say baby food is just perfect because there's no chewing and therefore no hassle with taking yeah. the retainers out and I do get the satisfaction of digesting something other than a gel I'd recommend uh... looking at supernatural fuel or resilient nutrition or there's a number of others that make those pouches with loads of calories in it resilient nutrition is I don't like it because it's, it's vegan it tastes like the bottom of a hamster cage but lots of people do I know that Gemma does and resilient nutrition is nut butters so that's got lots of calories Ooh, in too. So. Yeah, but with a retainer, nut butters, I feel like that's going to be a bit claggy. No, no, because only when you've got like, but it's claggy on everyone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but with retainers, it's going to like unstick them. That is true. That is true. But uh, I'm not sure. anyway, baby food, weird. Like it's just not got the right amount of shit in it. I know, but I think as a supplementation, as like a little summit summer, like the mm-hmm. fruity ones, the ones that have got fruit and have clearly got carbs in and they've got natural sugars. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're awful. No. I just think make sure that you're taking on enough calories so that you don't, That maybe that's why you're getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Baby, but she's being maybe. a baby when she gets hungry, she starts crying and things. I'll tell you what are good, <laughs> rusks. Rusks are oh, good if yeah. you feel sick because you can suck them like a baby. You don't have to eat them and you can dip them in things and they go all soft. <laughs> and they've got loads and loads of delights in them. Rusks are good. Oh, God. Um, okay, one more final correspondence corner from Rachel. 
Rachel dropped us a little LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn. We, we LinkedIn don't have now. LinkedIn. We imagine we what LinkedIn, LinkedIn would say. <laughs> oh my God. We should write ourselves like one of those wanky LinkedIn posts. 100%. At the running show, let's get a professional photo done where we're in a suit and get a LinkedIn. Yeah. Like, yeah we need. We do yeah. need to get some professional photos done. Anyway, <clears throat> Rachel says, hi, Annie. Annie. Oh, Annie. God. <laughs> she doesn't hi Anna and Ali while looking at the USSP Instagrid I like that USSP BHUSSP Instagrid for my favorite to share because uh, Ali was telling people to share them to get us uh, some new followers mm-hmm. I realized you might be interested in a running dream I had I was on a run yes. with with my cat Chloe <laughs> it already just makes me laugh what Chloe was wearing Poor little trainers. Or should that be poor little trainers? Oh, my God. I used to have a cat called Chloe. Did you? Uh, And a gorilla started to chase us. No. We came across some platforms high up in the trees. Isn't that where gorillas live? I I pulled the rope towards us and used my foot to pull each platform closer to us so Chloe could leap across. The gorilla was slow and we weren't scared. We made it and carried on our run together. I woke up feeling really happy. <laughs> That's one of the weirdest things I think I've ever read. Ali's well, The way it's written, it's like a, you've taken a series of random sentences and just... Mashed them all together. Yes. <laughs> the gorilla was slow and we weren't scared. Oh, we weren't scared. Crying with laughter. I'm really glad you weren't scared. And I'm glad that you woke up feeling good. It sounds like you went to go ape with Chloe rather than went for a run, but sure. Go gorilla. I'm sure that go apes in there somewhere. She must have seen a go ape sign because the gorilla thing, that's what go ape is, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, but they don't chase you with apes at go ape. No, but it's got go ape. It's got ape in it. There's yeah, platforms. Yeah. There's no cat. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ugh. Thank you so much for that, Rachel. You've made my evening. I've really enjoyed that. So there we go. Any more dreams? Another episode. Please do send us your dreams. We love them. All your nightmares. We love them too. (laughs) Right then. Um, What are you up to at the weekend? Oh, me? I'm going to the Philippines. (laughs) Oh, are you? Yeah. But before that, on Monday and Tuesday, I'm recording the audiobook. Off my book. Holy shit, that's exciting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I'm going to go do that. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I feel like doing it in Pickle's voice instead of doing it in my voice. It might be more helpful, but I don't think they'll like that. So I'm not going to do that. But I am going to go and do that like a big grown up. I'd, um, I'd listen to it. What am I doing at the weekend? I am going to get my Christmas tree. You're going to have a real boy, a real Christmas yeah. tree. Yeah. Is Ralphie good with that? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> tree up last year I decided that I was going to put it in its stand on a table like it didn't need to be on a table it was tall enough I came around your house I remember and it was there yeah but the night that I put it up I put it on the table and me and Neil were just watching a Christmas film or something and out of the corner of my eye you know when something happens and you are powerless to do anything about it it just fell in slow motion and it, everything just went fucking everywhere and there was water everywhere and so now Ralph is like I'm not going near that thing because it nearly killed me um, <laughs> so it will not be going on a table this year that was a big mistake don't put it on a table don't put it on a table um, no no uh, but yeah no, at the moment I just uh, I've got quite a quiet weekend actually because um, I've got quite a few busy you know like so we're recording this well early guys because obviously this is coming out on the 16th of no it's coming out on the or something like that anyway yeah the 16th of december so everyone's probably getting yeah no yeah no this is episode 28 this is like the 6th of december 9th of december you're thinking about christmas special which we're gonna do in a minute well uh so yeah so i've got a few busy weekends coming up so i'm just uh just taking it easy um actually funny you should mention that just to finish off we are about to record something so this is going to be your next episode next week guys you're going to get our out of office um which is basically a mish mash mashup mish mash mashup mashup 
can we make it sound a bit better than that? It's a mixed Mish, master mic. Mash up. It's a mixed master yeah. ma- mixed master Martin <laughs> <laughs> of um, all sorts of things, all sorts of things. So um, basically, it's uh, because Ali's away, so we needed a filler. So it's all killer, no filler. It's all filler, no killer. Maybe a bit killer, yeah. some killer, but some filler as well. Killer filler, uh, filler so killer. Please do tune in. All right. I love you. Love you too. I'll speak to you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.